Welcome to the Short Talk. This is episode 17. And today I'm bringing you five documentaries to watch on photography that I have watched and enjoyed and I think you might like them too. And if this gets enough place, which I'm guessing it means that people liked it, I will make a part two, but with filmmaking documentaries. So let's start with Gregory Crudson and his documentary, Brief Encounters. And I've mentioned this guy before. If you've listened to the other episodes, I am a fan of this guy. His work is a combination bien extraña entre surreal, but real things happening. But the way it's lit and everything that it's around makes it look like it's a surreal thing. And yes, sometimes he has actual surreal work. Pero muchas veces son simplemente fotos que él fue guiando por su town, since he's very motivated por las cosas que están alrededor del área donde vive. And he just crafts the images around it. Y como mencioné, te vas a dar cuenta mientras ves el documental que muchas fotos son simplemente una casa, una muchacha mirando su bebé en la cama. But it looks so melancholic y se ve tan surreal por el tipo de luz y todo lo que tiene que le da este dreamlike scenario. Una que me gusta un montón, que es la portada del documental. Es una muchacha acostada en una sala que está llena de agua. She's just floating there, inside the house. Y es una foto que actually tiene agua el lugar, porque esto es un fotógrafo que no es de la nueva escuela, por decirlo así. So el gran porcentaje de su trabajo, incluyendo esa foto, they're not photoshopped. Estamos hablando de un dude que se lleva un crew entero de filmación and everything is set up everything. Hasta el vasito que ves en la esquina. Todo está puesto a propósito for some reason there. Just like when you see a movie. Y la iluminación y todas las luces son continuas como si estuvieras grabando una escena. Just for one frame. Y él... A mí por lo menos me recuerda a Tim Burton. Físicamente, no por mucho, pero es que tienen este único sense, tú sabes, en el aire, que tú lo ves en el flow de la persona. They just look like they would be really good friends. Así, melancólico, dark. Ese flow. Él es definitely el fotógrafo que cuando me preguntan, dame un good storytelling photographer, Gregory Crudson. Con él vas a tener la super definición de lo que es surreal slash real life storytelling montado. Y algo que él dice en el documental, que es algo que nos pasa, I think, to a lot of people, es que él dice... There isn't a time where I woke up absolutely sick to my stomach the day of the shoot. And after so many images, that goes to show that you are never ready to do anything. Just go for it. This next documentary is Henry Benson Shoot First. This is an old, old age photographer. He's 90 now. And they often remember him for working with the Beatles for a Life magazine, if I'm not mistaken. Especially for a shot where they're all in bed, but George Harrison is actually on the bed, like laying down. Ringo is in front of him. John Lennon is behind Ringo. And Paul McCartney is about to hit them with a pillow. But he should be completely remembered for being a really good photojournalist. Que ha tirado un montón de publicaciones gigantes como Life Magazine, Vanity Fair y un montón de publicaciones más. Él tiene tantas publicaciones under his belt que el condenado estuvo el mismo día that Robert Kennedy got shot en el mano de JFK. John F. Kennedy. Y esos son los momentos that completely define si tú eres un photojournalist. That something crazy just happened y lo primero que tú pensaste fue tirar la foto. Not run away because somebody was shooting. Él tiene las fotos de la gente aguantándolo y todo y la persona, alguien como que tapándole la cámara, no tire foto porque I think he was the only one back there at the time. This guy also shot Martin Luther King, Andy Warhol, Michael Jackson. I mean, who gets to shoot Michael Jackson, you know? He's dead now, but you know what I mean. Also, también le hizo un shoot bien interesante a Jack Nicholson. Donde Jack le dice por dónde está cruzando con su motora por ahí. Y él le dice, I'll meet you there. Y él se tiraron a un sitio donde encontrarse y le hizo un photoshoot con la motora y todo el viaje. Otra cosa bien funny del documental es cuando él explica how he got the job for the Beatles. Y es porque simplemente no era feo. Like, legit, esa fue la razón. 
le dijeron, the other guy's too ugly. Y ahí pues, yeah, he got the job. Apparently, if you were going to work with the Beatles, one thing you couldn't be was ugly. So if you like photojournalism, definitely check out Henry Benson. So let's take it now to the world of fashion with Bill Cunningham, New York. He is also another older photographer. This guy loved clothing, specifically clothing so much that he used to say, fashion is the armor to deal with everyday life. So this is a photographer que al tiempo del documental he was 80 years old. Y lo que hacía todavía a esa edad era caminar por New York y la gente que viera interesante with fashion stuff les tiraba fotos. A esa edad todavía el ducto lo veías corriendo para pasarle por el frente a la persona para tirarle la foto. Y según lo explica Anna Wintour, he takes one or two shots and he's done. But if he ignores you, it's death. Y obviously era death porque parece que él pensaba que tú estabas charreando en ese momento. Y a los ochenta y pico, este dude estaba viviendo todavía en una camita en su estudio because that's how much he was into what he was doing. So if you're interested in fashion, check out his documentary. Now let's take it to the 70s, 60s, 50s rock era with Bob Gruen, Rock and Roll Exposed. When I think of rock and roll photography, this is the first person that comes to my mind. This guy really shot it all. He shot The Clash, Sex Pistols, Led Zeppelin, New York Dolls, Blondie, The Ramones, John Lennon, The Beatles, Joko Ono, and so many more. También la tirado artistas modernos como Green Day, that they love his work. But this was a guy that most bands de la época saben quién es. He became friends with a lot of them. Él seguía tirándolos hasta después del show y se iban por ahí, seguían tirando fotos y las tiraba sneaky, así como que random y pasaban unas loqueras bien cool. Plus también la época de rock en la cual él estuvo era la época más loca. Tenías a Queen con sus vestimentas, tenías a Kiss y todo este viaje. He literally had the ultimate backstage pass. So if you're into music photography, definitely check that out. You will be 100% inspired. Now let's take it over to South Africa with Kevin, Greg, Ken, and Jao, aka The Bang Bang Club. So I haven't seen a documentary of this guys. So I'm telling you about the movie. I looked for a documentary once, never found anything. So if you see something, let me know. Esto es un grupo que se forma between 1990 to 1994, que estaban los cuatro on the field mientras estaba pasando la transición a democracia en South Africa, donde hubo un montón de violencia y cambios drásticos en el país. Son cuatro photojournalists in the middle of a war zone. De aquí es que sale Kevin Carter, que es el que tiró la foto de la niña que está esperándola un buitre para comérsela. De este grupo también salió el chamaco que tiró one guy hitting another guy with a machete while he was still on fire. So it's a cool movie about how everything came about and how some of the shots were made. I do have to say that they modified some of the shots in the movie, but not so much, obviously for creative purposes for the film at the time. And don't forget, it's still a movie. Some of the drama was made up probably. But if you're looking for something more legit, you can check out the book, The Bang Bang Club, Snapshots from a Hidden War. The photography is insane. And to think that they shot this under the pressure of some people like pointing at each other, bullets flying, machetes hitting, and you only have a camera to get that shot, you are crazy. I don't think I could handle it. So if you're into war photography, check that out. And now I have an honorable mention. But before we get into that last one, I just want to say thank you. Remember to subscribe. You get a new episode every single Wednesday at 6 a.m. ready to go with your morning coffee. And now to the one that I wanted to mention that I haven't seen yet from a commercial but not so commercial photographer at times, Joey L. He has shot for Discovery Channel, History Channel, he has shot Robert De Niro and so many other people, but his personal work is also very interesting at times. Like this three-part documentary that he has on Vimeo, 
called Born from Urgency. And it's a series highlighting the brave men and women of the front lines against ISIS. Can you tell that I just read that? This is a guy that travels con todo el equipo de luces and stuff sometimes. Que no sé si es el caso en este because I haven't seen it. But the portraits that you get to see on the trailer, al garete. So I just really want to watch it, see the process and the stories behind every single shot because it's not just about the photos. There's more insight to it. So if you see it before I do, let me know your thoughts. And I know sometimes we are incredibly lazy. I'm going to have the links to all the trailers of these documentaries in the description of this episode. So I hope this list gets you motivated, gets you shooting, and I'll catch you on the next one.